Megan, spring is one of our family's busiest seasons with tons of time on the go. There are so many places to be and details to remember. And the last thing I need is the constant irritation of uncomfortable shoes. So today we're talking about the Vionic Vitals collection from our longtime sponsor, Vionic Shoes. These are the best essential shoe styles for everyday wear this season. So Katie on our team is getting ready for warmer weather in Chicagoland with a pair of Vionic's Bella Toe Post sandals. These are Vionic's best-selling flip-flop style, and they have a cute little bow on them. They come in nine great colors, but Katie chose a versatile black patent leather. They're super supportive for her high instep, and they even come in wide sizes, which is a great option. Yeah, the styles in the Vionic Vitals collection are classics that don't really go out of fashion. And because they're such great quality, they're going to last as well, even with daily wear, which mine definitely get. And I love that Vionic offers a 30-day guarantee. Wear them, love them, or return them for a full refund within 30 days. But I have a feeling after those 30 days, our listeners will love their Vionic shoes so much they'll be ready to order another pair. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at Vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us from preschool to teen. This is the show where we help you feel better about the mom you are and share our own parenting tips and personal stories. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 102 of the Mom Hour. I'm Sarah Powers, here as always with Megan Francis. Sarah, that just reminds me of like a temperature read. I know, 102. (laughs) 102. It's like we're so hot. Thankfully, okay. it is not. A, I used to live somewhere where that was like normal and I'm real glad that I don't. So yeah. oh, I was thinking more like a kid's fever. Like oh, 102 yeah. is always that number. Like yes. if it gets to 102, it's time to do something. Yeah. <laughs> That's the legit fever. Like not the <laughs> exactly. one you ignore and send your kid to preschool anyway. Um, exactly. Okay. Back to episode 102. You know, we're going to, this is going to be kind of one of our random rambling episodes because it is the end of the school year and I am are, phoning it in. Things and when I say rough. it, I mean life. Life. I'm phoning life in right now. We are in the middle of May. And, you know, it's funny, Megan, we've been podcast. We've been doing this show for over two years now. And I looked back and two years ago around this time, we had a similar episode where we just sort of talked about everything that happens at the end of the school year. Most of it annoying and difficult to deal with. And for a hot second, we were like, well, is that repeating ourselves? We're like, no, because we're different. No. Our kids are in different schools now. There's yes. a lot that's happened. And not all of our listeners have gone back that far in the archive. So today is going to be all about the end of school year slump slide, crawling to the finish, and maybe a few things that we're looking forward to as we lead into summer. Sarah, our sponsor, Vionic, is back today with their Vionic Vitals collection. These shoes are the most essential styles for everyday wear to get us ready for spring, which will be here before we know it. We've already talked about my Uptown Loafers and Willa Slip-On Flat and your Chardonnay heeled sandal, but this collection also includes the Walk 23 Classic Sneaker. That is that unapologetic dad sneaker style that's so popular right now. And I was just thinking having all four styles would basically be like having a spring capsule wardrobe for your feet. Oh my gosh, that is actually such a genius idea, Megan. I love where you're going with this. You know, high quality shoes are such a classy way to elevate your wardrobe. And the styles in the Vionic Vitals collection really can be worn in your everyday mom life, whether you're running errands or dressing up for an occasion. Yeah, and let's talk about the comfort factor, Sarah. Vionic actually got started by revolutionizing medical orthotics. 
Today, they continue to use that science to make cute and comfortable shoes that can keep up with our active lifestyles. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Okay. Um, well, why don't we just each kind of give a quick update of where we are in the school year, like kind of how much time is left and maybe oh. what seems to be the most pressing, urgent things right now, where this, this episode will air kind of the right, the smack, the middle of May. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're recording it like a week before. Yeah. And I will tell you right now, um, I am in the depths <laughs> Of despair. No, I am in that time of the year where suddenly my calendar is booked. Like all of a sudden there is something going on every night of the week again. And I have that in the fall and then we get a nice long lull in our house because none of our kids do winter sports and Mm -hmm. there's just not that much going on. And then all of a sudden we're like thrown back in it. But we're also in the time of year where in Michigan, the weather is super unpredictable. So not Mm -hmm. only is there going to be a baseball game or two to sit through every week, but the weather is probably going to be really bad or the field's going to be wet. Or something's going to be, it's not going to be like hanging out with, you know, a hot dog and having a good time. It's going to be like shivering yeah. in the bleachers. So Do that's they one reschedule thing. some like rain out? Some t- okay, so if you are fortunate enough to have a baseball child, they will reschedule if it gets really cold um, and or rainy. And I mean, like it has to rain pretty hard or thunder and lightning yeah. or like the field conditions have to be really bad. Yeah. If you are, on the other hand, a soccer parent, I don't think they ever cancel soccer. <laughs> Seriously. I've been, I've had, so I have friends and uh, like Jenna's family and kids um, play soccer. And there's been nights where I'm like, seriously, you guys still have to go? And she's like, yes. And it's just so, I don't know, they must have a tougher outlook on it. Um, Owen discovered Yo-Yo Club at the local toy store. <laughs> so he is now committed to being there t- like two nights a week. I don't really have to do anything, but I have to make yeah. sure he gets there. And not only does he get there, but he has to get there in uniform so that he can get back. Wait, wait, wait. There is a <laughs> uniform Oh, no, 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 no. Yoga. Sorry. I mean, Sorry. for yo-yos? For yo-yos? No, no, no. <laughs> That's funny, though. He goes in his... <laughs> He goes in his... Actually, they should have one. That would be awesome. But he goes in his baseball uniform, and okay. then he leaves from there and goes right to baseball. Got so it. it's like, he has to be ready to go. And yes. then it's like, when am I going to be home to do things at home? Like, yes. make dinner and stuff. So there's all that. And then there's the fact that, you know, with my job, it turns out um, spring is a very busy time for radio. So I'm being asked to do a lot of events. And at okay. first, I was like, yes, sounds fun. Yeah, sounds great. And now I'm looking at my calendar thinking, why? Why yeah. did I take all this on? Um and my energy is really, really low and no one cares anymore. Like no one yes. cares about doing their homework. No one cares about their reading logs. I just rambled for like a really long time, but no, can you identify with where I am right now? Yeah. And actually, I'm glad you brought it up because I feel like this is a great illustration of our different phases of life. My calendar is not, maybe not quite as crazy, I feel like, but because my kids are younger, it's all of the things for school. So I'll give an yeah. update on where we are and I think it'll be maybe a little bit different. So... <laughs> Okay, my disclaimer is you guys know how much we love teachers, right? Like Megan and I are the (laughs) biggest teacher supporters in the world. So that's my disclaimer for what I'm about to say. Okay, last week was Teacher Appreciation Week at the preschool. This week that we're recording is Teacher Appreciation Week 
at the elementary school. Keep in mind, the elementary school also did teacher appreciation the week of Valentine's Day, like love our teachers this week. So that was only like three months ago. But we're doing it again. And like many schools, because I see this stuff floating around online, like many schools, it's a different thing every day, a different way to show your teacher you appreciate them every day. So one day it's bring a flower. One day it's make a handmade card. One day you're supposed to chip in for a potluck and pay $3. Um, And again, the preschool was last week. The elementary school is this week. And I have failed both of them. Like the preschool, (laughs) I didn't do anything for the potluck. I just watched other parents be better parents than me and watched the potluck dishes go by. I didn't do anything. The I didn't make a handmade card. I mean, first of all, that's that's a good point. It's my child who should make a handmade card. But that still involves me sitting my four-year-old down and making that a priority. Assembling all this stuff. Right. Yeah. We didn't do that because... I think I got behind today and we did bring flowers. Our, you and I talked about spring recently and my, um, we have beautiful roses and we have so much blooming. So the flower day, I was like, okay, we're all that over was this. Easy. It's like yeah, going out in the backyard. It was yeah. the wrong day. So, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they still appreciate the flowers, but I think I brought the flowers on the card day and never did the card. So I was like one for three of a three day preschooler last week. Um, today is bring a handmade card at the elementary school. And I told my kids this morning and I <laughs> said, look, I got a reminder late last night that today is bring a handmade card for both your teachers, because in our elementary school, there's two teachers in every classroom, and I have two kids there. Um, I said, I'm telling you this now, because if you're ready for school in time and you want to, I want to give you the opportunity to make a card for your teachers. I said, I'm not going to make you do it. I said, I always like to give them a card on the last day of school. Maybe we'll set more side of time, more time aside then. I said, but I don't want you to get to school and then come home and yell at me that I didn't remind you. <laughs> and both right. my kids, like my older kids, my third grader and my first grader kind of looked at me and they're like, all right. Yeah. So no one made a card this morning. So we're 0 for 0% on teacher appreciation for the elementary school. It's, oh. I, so here's what I, here, I guess if I had to sum up this teacher stuff, because there's a lot that floats around on Facebook and stuff about this. I think it's that um, like... Making it so specific and day specific is really hard on parents. If your kids are, say, fourth grade and under, parents are still really involved in helping kids with executive functioning skills to manage things like bring a flower on Tuesday and a card on Wednesdays, which means that's that's falling to parents. And then to divide it up so there's so many different things. I feel like what, what if I had my choice, what I would have instead is one day something that we could know about well in advance and have some kind of big list of ways you could contribute. Like if if what you could do is 20 bucks this year, then great. If they're, you know, and then maybe just have a list of ideas, but not have it be so prescribed. That's the part that feels like it feels like it sets parents up to feel like flakes. And Megan, you know me, I'm like, I'm pretty good at managing calendars and lists. Like that's actually a strength of mine. And I still feel like I fail at this kind of stuff. Well, at I this feel time like this is one of those things where um, this is where a well-meaning, yes, yes, overly involved or maybe just overly energetic yes. parent has gotten involved and has decided to spearhead this. And often they kind of assume everyone's in the same position as them. So it's yeah. like maybe someone who's made being in the class as a volunteer a big part of their life and they have the time to put into that. And so it's like, let's do this. And because they're maybe already in the classroom a lot, it's not, it doesn't take this like other area of the brain. Right. For me, that stuff takes an area of the brain. I have to, 
I have to very intentionally tap into the corner of my brain that says, <laughs> what's happening in my kid's classroom? Because yeah. frankly, I'm just not in there that much. Yeah, and, and your so, kids have gotten you know, older. And, and yes, older, and, right. Yeah, and you're working full time. And yes. Yeah. So it's it's like it requires me to not only keep track of a calendar, but also to even remember to keep track of the calendar. Like there's there's an additional executing yes. functioning or executive functioning piece where it's like, not only do I have to do everything on the calendar, but I have to remember the calendar exists. Well, and, and all you that. brought up such a good point about, so this time of year, there's two things that happen with the calendar. One is that we're in our routine really deeply because we've been at yeah. school for eight and a half months. And the other is that there's a lot of extra stuff. There's banquets and concerts and plays. And so for to add the little to-dos, like, you know, making a handmade card for your teacher, it just yeah. is a lot. It's It feels like a lot. And I end up yeah. feeling kind of bitter about it. And I end up feeling like I am a flake when I really don't think I am a flake. Um, well, and also, I will also say that if the person, whoever it is putting together this list for the preschool, if they have a child in preschool and no older kids yeah. or no kids in sports at the same time or whatever, they just might not have a grasp on the reality of someone who has kids in multiple grades, yeah. multiple different activities, like how how taxing all that is. So, yeah, yeah I'm not hating I'm no. just saying probably yeah. not going to participate. And I, I guess for our listeners who fullest. like who are newer at this and if you're like I was and you know kind of take everything as like you have to do this cuz the PTA said and blah 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 just giving permission people permission to opt out and I think even teachers are fine. Teachers want happy balanced families and happy parents. If you if you can't contribute to the potluck I, you know, what I usually do is write a really nice note toward the end of the year. For some reason, by the time you get to the very last day of school, I do almost feel like some things have ended or petered out. And I yes. think the last couple of years, I've been able to write a pretty nice note for the end of the year, because also I'm so grateful that it's the end of the year. This right? teacher appreciation, like in the second week of May, is a tough one for me. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And I have to laugh because not only, I mean, <laughs> I am as my kids are getting older, I am starting to lose track of some of the stuff that's happening and William texted me on Friday and said can I spend some of my money today and get reimbursed and I said sure where are you <laughs> and he said I'm at the field museum okay that's in Chicago <laughs> oh my gosh. I had no idea he had a field trip that day to Chicago so my kid is three states away from me and he's texting me like wanting to buy something. I'm like, sure, why? I don't care. What? Where are you? I really had no idea. So that is to the extent to which, as they get older, you start to lose track of what's happening because yeah. you know the teachers aren't sending home notes all the time. The kids don't talk about it. Yeah. Um. So you know, like William had mentioned a field trip earlier in the week, but I just was like, okay, and it was one that was kind of done by the end of the day. They went yes. real quickly. Yeah. So it wasn't really. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. It yeah. was just kind of funny, like how how out of touch I am, even though I think I'm so involved and I see my kids every day right. and it just, no. Well, we, that is hilarious. That's, no that's pretty awesome. Did you say how, for our new listeners, that William is 13? He's that would 13. be funny. He's that would be funny if grade. it was like a seven-year-old that <laughs> he found out, like went to Chicago for the day. No, he's, he's 13. I guess, he, and I guess he, he wouldn't be texting you. If he no, was. And, and he can manage himself really yeah. well. And, and he's independent. And like, I love that he's <laughs> in Chicago and it's so nonchalant about it that he's just like, hey, mom, can that's I hilarious. spend 20 bucks? Well, we so. are fortunate to be at a school that does a ton of field trips. And I love that. I, I really have loved it. But it has meant that 
field trips like don't mean anything to me because the permission slips come home. I sign them, I send them back, and I rarely yeah. know like what. And day they, they often are. come home like at the beginning of the year. Ours do. They come home. We sign off every. Oh, I would months. like that. I would yeah. like that. No, ours are are three or four weeks out, but I, I I don't usually put it on the calendar. I probably should, and so that could totally happen to me. Like yeah. uh, you know, they're Allegra's going to Legoland, which is you know a good hour away, pretty soon. The only the only reason I would recommend putting it on the calendar is because from personal experience, I can tell you that'll be the one day the kid wakes up and is like, oh, I'm a little bit tired. And you say, oh, well, I'll let him sleep for yeah. an extra hour or something. And then you get there and there's no one at the school yes. because they're all at the field trip. Well, I have th- done that. Yeah. What happened so, to us just a couple of weeks ago is they forgot their lunches. And I thought, oh, no big deal, um, because I'll take the lunches when um, I take Violet to school, which is like a full hour later. And same thing. I got a call from the office being like, um, Reed's in a panic because he wonders if his lunch will get here before the buses leave on the field trip. And I was like, oh, I'll be there in nine minutes. And I get to jump in my car. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. we've talked about teachers, field trips, losing losing track of it all. Um, yeah. How about, do you guys have a lot of like end of year? Do they do like concerts or performances? Does anyone have that kind of stuff So going here's on? one thing that our school does. I think they do pretty well. Every grade has every year does a specific performance. So every year, for example, the third graders are always going to do the Nutcracker and every, and it's a little short version, obviously. And like every year, this, the fourth graders do a recorder concert. <laughs> oh gosh. So this year, I'm fortunate <laughs> to say I do not have a fourth grader, okay. but so they all have a little different show and they're spread throughout the year. Nice. So theoretically, I should never have more than one kid with an end of the year program. And this year I don't believe I have any. Okay. Um, nice. No, I don't. It's, nice. it's, it's so close to the end. I'd know by now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, now William is in a musical, so that's oh, coming up, but that was totally voluntary. There's, you know, right. we didn't have to do that. That is, he is in tech week next week. So that'll be next weekend. Nice. Um, his show. And let's see. Um, no, I think everybody else, like, it's it's pretty under control. How about you? Yeah, I, I was just thinking, I don't think we're involved in the activities. Like, I know dance recitals at the end of the year is always a big one. Yeah. Um, and Violet has done dance this year, but we decided not to do the recital. I decided from the very beginning, just because I'm a seasoned mother, and I knew that. I, I figured <laughs> she'd either want to quit halfway through, and then I will have paid $80 for a costume, or she'd want to do it, but then get up there and, like, you know, have Flake separation out. anxiety. And, like, yep. the amount that... The amount she'd gain from being in a recital at age four versus the amount of things that could ruin my life for right. a few days. So I'm yes. very glad. She's actually stuck with dance. She loves her dance class, um, but we just didn't do the recital. And now what's funny is the other like seven or eight moms in the class are all jealous of me because like their kids have to like go to picture day and like, you know, practice putting their hair in a bun. And I'm like, yes. see you later, guys. Um, so so I know that's a big one that comes up is like recitals for dance. Um Allegra and Reed are in Taekwondo and piano right now. And both of those actually go right through the summer, which is kind of nice. Like there's no big to do at the end of the year. Um, But I feel like another thing that comes up too at this time of year is planning for summer because right when we're like winding down for school, we've got to figure out what to do with our children in the summer. You know, I will tell you our, so in with my kids, it goes all the way up to next fall because um, William and Owen both play football. Okay. And we're already gearing up for football season. Wow. Like Not with like registration with practices yet, but the registration, there's camps. Okay. There's like come in and do this, you know, practice this or that. And it, it's all relatively, um, you know, voluntary. Yeah. But it's still just one more thing to add to the list. And yeah, the summer, like what to do with the kids during the summer thing like that to me almost needs to happen 
I don't want to make it sound like you're doomed if you haven't done it. Right. But if you're trying to enroll your kids in some kind of like regular ongoing camp or something, some of those are filling up. Like, yeah. I, you're late. I'm Sorry. finally done. No, it's true. I'm finally done. Um, we Because my work is has always been very part-time. Up until now, I'd call it like part-time to three-quarter time. I'm working a lot right, right now. Um, so I've never needed full-time childcare in the summer. And I've actually kind of, I've talked about this in previous summer episodes, I, I kind of prefer not to schedule my kids a lot, both for them, but also because I don't want to drive. I mean, I drive yeah. my kids to and from school. Um, we usually have one good lengthy vacation, either with my family or whatever. So but last summer, I started doing one camp for Allegra and one for Reed, more just for pure fun for them, not for the childcare aspect, but just because they're old enough where they do have their own interests and can kind of explore something different in the summer. Right. And that's what we're doing again this summer. So Allegra is doing cooking camp for one week. Um, like it's an all day. And then Reed is doing like, um, it's like Lego robotics, like kind of, right. I don't know. I don't know. That'll be it's right up him. his alley. Yeah. So I finally did just lock in those, but yeah, I agree. They fill up. And if it, if it's a childcare situation where, you know, your work depends on having kids in full-time camps, then definitely that comes up earlier than mid-May. I feel like right. I kind of well, was and, and it, you're, you can kind of decide, like, if one didn't work out, you could plug them in someplace else and it would be right. the, the world. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm in a little bit of a different... I, I kind of forgot, like, that I actually have places I have to be this year because I've always had the same thing. I work from home and, like... Right. If they go to camp, great. If they don't, I'll work something else out. And this year, I'm like, oh no, like yeah. I have to, I have to get up early and go yes. out, and so I'm going to have to get creative um, with how I work that out this year as well. Yeah. So yeah, um, that'll be nice for you. Place. This is a side note, but um, with how early it gets light, when you yes. getting up early, that'll be so nice because it's you're way already up light out yeah. when I go to work. Oh, it is already now. Six. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah. Because that so we're getting there. It's like getting winter. light. Yeah, yeah. It was very, very dark for a while there in the morning when I'd go to work, and it's nice now to see the yeah, sun. So it's nice. Um, I guess the next thing I was going to ask about, especially with your kids being older, is what about the kids' motivation? We've talked about mom motivation being very low. <laughs> what yeah. about kid motivation? Do your teenagers have finals? Are there big projects? Or is it is it harder for you as a mom to keep them focused on school? Or is well, is it yes, I will cost? say that one of my kids, and I won't say which one, but he is older, um, just got a detention for lack of effort. So <laughs> that kind of shows you, and they've both my teenagers have done really well this year. So that kind of shows you where their minds are at. And yeah. there's a lot of other things going on. Everyone's thinking about other stuff. Isaac yeah. has a job, his first job. Okay. Um, he's dishwashing at a restaurant. He's um, now thinking about running and all the outdoorsy stuff he wants to do. When yeah. It's nice out. And Will is in a play and in tennis club and looking forward to auditioning to our another play. And so they're just, they're, their eyes not on the ball. Like yeah. no one's eyes on the ball yeah. right now. So it's really hard. Like all the teacher, the teachers I know just look miserable. Yeah. Most of the time. In fact, Jenna um, had a, her 40th birthday party last week. And so I was out with her and a bunch of her teacher friends. And it was like, <laughs> it was really funny hearing stuff from that end of the table. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Teachers. I would love yeah. to be a fly, on, a fly the on that wall. Yeah, because, yes, was, you know, yeah. they're, they are humans too. And their energy is going to wane at the end of the year, just like ours. Plus they're like kids. They're, they're looking at going from yes. all day long you know, just drudgery right now yeah. to one day, nothing yes. for like three months. I yes. mean, imagine like having that carrot yeah. dangling in front of you yeah. and thinking if I just got to get through these like next three and a half weeks or whatever it is now. So this episode is sponsored by Olive in June. And Sarah, I am just so grateful that I have mastered the art of doing my nails at home. When I look down at my cute manicure, I feel a little more pulled together, no matter how crazy life is at the moment. 
Thankfully, Olive and June's Manny system makes it so easy and affordable to make Manny time a regular part of my weekly routine. Well, I know the feeling, Megan, and I think it's so fun that with Olive and June, you get to customize your Manny system with your choice of six polishes, plus their top coat is included. So Katie on our team says that she has lately been layering some of their iridescent colors over their gel-like polishes, and the final result looks super shimmery and pretty. I might have to try that this spring. Yeah, and Olive and June press-ons are another cool option. They look so real, and I think it would be a great way to test out another nail shape. A long almond shape is popular right now, and I'm kind of curious what that would look like on me. Okay, well, keep me posted on that one. Listeners, visit oliveandjune.com slash themomhour for 20% off your first Manny system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash T-H-E-M-O-M-H-O-U-R for 20% off your first Manny system. Sarah, our sponsor Haya is back on the show today, and I just really love this company. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk most parents don't really want their growing kids eating. That's why Haya, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin, was created. That's right, Megan. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern kids' diets to provide the full-body nourishment they need. And Haya vitamins have a yummy taste kids love, too. So we were just talking to Katie on our team, Megan, and she was saying that when they get down toward the bottom of the Haya vitamin bottle, her boys are fighting over who gets the last one. Oh, I love it. And I also love that Katie can feel good about that, right? Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door. So parents never need to worry about running out. And we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash mom hour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Yeah, we can do it. Oh, I was going to ask you about prom, too. Didn't Isaac go to prom? He did go to prom. It was adorable. I don't really know much else. His, (laughs) His date drove up. And I was totally not cool. I came out and I said, hi, are you Brooke? And she said, yeah. And I said, you're gorgeous. <laughs> I said it just like that too, like an idiot. And well, then I saw I just, a picture. She, she was yeah. beautiful. I just kind of slunk away after that. Like, sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, I saw them for all of 10 minutes. They got out of the car. They took some pictures. Then they all piled back in the car and went to another house for pictures. So, fun. but Isaac had a good time and that was kind of fun. That was a fun little, you know. Did they do prom at like in the school gym or was it at somewhere else? No, it was at like a local um, like event space. Nice. Yeah. And nice. Yeah, it was fun for him. And that was that was kind of like, I don't know, boys are so different. It was so funny when I was there getting his tux, which we got two days before prom because he couldn't decide what he was going to wear. And some kids wear suits now. And like he just was undecided. Right. And so we were sitting in like I'm sitting in one of the chairs in the tux area and he's like looking at stuff with the lady or in, like in the customer service area and he's off with the salesperson and it was all moms of boys oh. who'd put it off to the last minute. <laughs> nice. And this woman was telling me her daughter the year before had started getting ready like three years before prom or three years, <laughs> I'm sorry, three months, three years before prom. That would be a little probably excessive. in her mind. Yes. But she said it was like that. It was like night and day. Like her daughter had everything detailed out what she wanted, her hair, her dress, everything. And her son, you know, a year later was like, couple days before prom finally gets him in the door so that's so funny yeah well he yeah. looked great that's your second Thanks, prom goer already i know it's crazy isn't it yeah. he's a junior though right he's a junior so one more prom ahead of us for okay. him maybe if got he it. wants to go got it yeah 
Um, would you know what, when you guys actually get out of school? That was my next question. June 9th. Okay. How so about you? We're June 1st, which happens to oh, be... Oh, wow. Yeah. So but we, you start a lot earlier than we us. We did. So so our school district has been crazy the last few years. They've been trying to... So when we first moved here three years ago, California, our part of California was still after Labor Day. It was one of the few... You know, I feel right. like you, that used to be everybody, and then people move like further and further back into August. And we had come from Arizona, where they start early, early in August. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. It's just like when I grew up, you know, you start September 5th or whatever. Right. And then the very next... Next year, they started moving it back and they did it a week at a time for like two years in a row. So it was like the third week of August. And then last week was August. Last year was August 15th, which felt really early. And then this coming year. So starting fall 2017, they're going again ahead a week. So I think they're settling on the third week of August. But it's meant that our summer has been either shorter or now this summer it's going to be longer because they keep moving the target. Moving it's been around. weird. Um, so we yeah. do get out June 1st because we started August 15th and June 1st is Reed's actual birthday. So he's have been having fun with that idea. Like last oh, day of school fun. is fun. And then it's like, yay, yeah, it's summer and it's my birthday. And um, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say this year, June 9th is even a little later for us than usual, but Michigan now they've changed some of the ways that they do things. So we used to have like, it was a law that you couldn't start school until after Labor Day right. because of um, tourism. And the tourism economy, which okay. makes a lot of right. sense. I yeah. think they changed the law, but our district chose to stick with it. I'm it. pretty sure. And so we didn't start until after Labor Day. But this year, I want to say Labor Day was a little earlier than usual or something. I don't, maybe not. That's but possible. We, so we went a few days later than we usually would. And I think next year it's going to be even later. I I think that's because of that and also the way they um, count education hours in Michigan. Okay. Yeah. It used to be you could choose like either um, number of days or education hours. Uh-huh. And now I think it's like you have to do, you right. have to just get to. And both. what about snow days? Does that ever push you guys ahead or you have to it have a lot? It should have last year, but I think. Um, they were I like, think, no, just get well, out of here. <laughs> honestly, I, no, it wasn't last year. It was the year before. I can't remember now. I want to say that we either lost a three day weekend, which we don't really have any of those left anymore anyway. Um, but also that there was some talk of the governor pardoning that because it was so widespread across the entire state we had such a crazy winter that like everyone was in the same boat yeah so sometimes yes this year i think we had like one snow day no big deal a lot six i think so i want those days back yeah i was gonna say you don't get out earlier right you don't yeah Yeah, interesting right exactly it's just it is what it is and some years it turns out in your favor and some years it doesn't so that's so funny yeah Oh, well, what else? What, what else? Have we you, have we griped enough for one no, day? No, I think there's more. I think you need to gripe more oh, about gosh. something. What is, what is, is it still hard to get up early in the morning? No, because it's getting lighter. Mm, uh, you know what, though? Honestly, I will say it's getting hard again because yeah. I want to stay up later because yes. it's, it's getting light. It's staying out light later. Yeah. And, um, and I'm just, it's kind of like it was fun and novel for a while to get up so early and now it's its losing its luster a yeah. bit. I'm still, I don't feel like exhausted or anything. I just, yeah. I just don't want to get up most yeah. of the time, but. Well, yeah, I think yeah. that is, if there's a summary, it's that lack of motivation this yes. time of year is normal. Oh, can I, can I gripe about something completely yeah. different that has nothing to do with the end of the school year? Yeah. So my cat, I have a new cat. Uh-huh. Um, she sleeps in my bed and she... <laughs> is so loving and so <laughs> snuggly that she keeps me up at night. She steps on my face all the oh. time. And this morning she was doing this and this moms will appreciate this. She does this thing where she 
starts. I just have to like hide my hands under the covers. If I hide oh. my hands, she'll leave my hands alone. But if I if my hands are out, she like forces me to pet her. Right? right. So I hide my hands under my pillow or under the blankets. So then she just starts rubbing all over my legs and stuff. But she rubs herself so hard she keeps falling off the bed. <laughs> and be, like she like flips and like starts tumbling. And I have this like cat like ha 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 mom middle of the night reflexes. Right. So I keep catching her. Probably from all back your up on co-sleeping the bed. for like yes, 20 for all years. Those years. Not 20 years, but... Well, no, yeah. but it was a long... Like 10, you know, 10 years of it or yes. something. So I am constantly like... It is the safest I'm not, cat in Michigan. It is the safest <laughs> cat. And I'm not... And I'm very careful not to roll over on her. And she's tiny. She's a little tiny thing, like six pounds. But I'll be laying there and I'll just be kind of asleep. But it's that light, like mom sleep. Right. And I'll feel like I know she's about to get in danger. And then it's like suddenly my hand shoots out and grabs her. And I'm putting her back up on the bed. I did that probably a dozen times last night. <laughs> Finally, I had to throw her in the basement. I was like, "Cat, you're done. Like, I gotta sleep, and you won't leave me alone." So, does she cry in the basement? A little bit. She kind of gives up, though. She realizes I'm not coming back now. She needs to learn to chill out at night. We have. I probably haven't even done a puppy update on this podcast yet, but we maybe I did on social media. But we got a puppy about a month ago, and I'm like barely ready to start talking about it because puppy life (laughs) is so hard. It's so hard. You need some time to process. I do, or else I'll be negative. I don't want to complain about my adorable puppy. But anyone out there who has done puppy raising, especially if you also have children, you know what I'm talking about. It's it's so funny. I had this one conversation with a mom at the kids' school. She was the only one who, when I told her or she found out that we had a puppy she was like oh my god how are you doing i'm so sorry right <laughs> that is like you clearly know it's just a, you know it's a ton of work packed into you know a few months and then you know after that they're they're easier i think than babies and toddlers but the comparison is real it's like everything sleep training potty training behavior training it's like all packed into the first few weeks and months so yeah um but i will yeah. say nighttime He's he's decent at nighttime. Um, he goes in his crate and he uh, after the first week or so, he does not cry at night. But it's just talk about like the busyness of the end of the year. It's one more thing to think one about. Thing. Like, why do puppies have to be born this time of year? Right. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I am glad it was rainy this weekend, which we love in California. But it did make me think of all those people who have puppies or train dogs or get a new pet in cold weather places where you're like taking I've been a dog that out. And it, it stinks. Yeah. Yep. So, yes. I really can't complain too much, but I hear you on the on the nighttime pet parenting. Nighttime thing. pet parenting when you're, you're when you're used to like sleeping through the night finally, right? Exactly. And then, and then, then you're, you're like, back this in is it again. Like, it, just fur with four legs. Like I really, yep. it's not important enough to me to for, give up my sleep. It just isn't. Yeah. But I will say when I when my babies did that, I did not ever throw them in the basement. And shut them. Okay. <laughs> Good. So just so you know, nor did I create my babies <laughs> and let them. Not so holler. much legal. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Um, well, I did want to mention a couple of past episodes that we've done that might get people in the mood for summer, since this was okay. mostly. Oh, I thought you were going to get people in the mood for griping. That's that too. That too. Okay. Um, I don't. I mean, this is probably a direct repeat of the show we did two years ago. You yeah, don't even have if to we go listen listen back. It probably be like exactly the same. Stuff. <laughs> um, no, but we did an episode last year, one year ago, about getting ready and getting organized for summer. And I feel like there was maybe some actual good tips in there about planning, you know, planning for childcare, planning for camps, planning your vacations. Um, and then if you haven't listened to the shows that we've done on um, 
family vacations and traveling with family definitely hit those up too. So as you get ready for summer and start to look forward to summer, um, then we can stop complaining and look forward to the <laughs> start <fun> enjoying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to make sure um, everyone checks out care.com again. That is today's sponsor for this episode. Um, again, you can find care for anyone in the family. If you're looking for a babysitter, a nanny, a dog walker, care for a senior a tutor, someone to run errands, whatever you want, they've got it. I've uh, personally used care.com for babysitting, uh, for finding babysitters, and it's been great. And we're offering a 30% off a premium membership to our listeners. Just go to care.com backslash mom hour. Again, that's care.com backslash mom hour. Love that. Definitely go check them out. Um, and then anything we did mention today, you will find at themomhour.com. This was episode 102, and we will be back next week. With a better attitude, promise. <laughs> promise, maybe. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Hey, everyone. We have a favor to ask. If you are an Apple Podcasts user, can you check really quickly to make sure you're still following the Mom Hour? Apple did one of their big software updates recently, and it changed a bunch of things about how you get the podcasts you're subscribed to. If Apple Podcasts is your podcast app of choice, all you have to do is find your way to our show page and then click the little plus sign or follow in the top right corner. Thanks so much. Sarah, I started a Substack last spring just kind of as an experiment, and it turns out I love it. I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life. Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack, and I actually just really like Substack in general. You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if Mom Hour listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com, and that's Megan with two A's. M-E-A-G-A-N Francis dot substack dot com.